0: Summer was approaching. I was like, I just want to head to Mexico. And Colin was like, well, but, you know, summer in the U.S. is so nice. And maybe we can cross to Canada. I thought it could be a really good idea. Instead of doing the island by van, we could buy some bikes and actually bike around the island. We knew that having the bikes was going to open us a new avenue to explore with the kids. And just challenge ourselves and just throw a backpack on and just take off for the day.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding Parenthood, a week-by-week podcast series hosted by me, Colin Boyd, and my partner, Sophie Aldino. Each week, we cover our family's rewilding journey by sharing our stories, advice, and wisdom gained in traveling full-time in a converted 1978 Mercedes 508D command and control vehicle across North America. This week, we're heading to the exact opposite end of North America, well, not quite Alaska, but pretty darn close. Vancouver Island has been a place I've always wanted to visit for years. After my first trip to Whistler, I dreamed about living in British Columbia with access to incredible mountains, plenty of snow, and Vancouver Island just a jump across the channel. Last August, we set aside a month to explore this magical island, and instead of just doing it by van, we got support from some of our sponsors to document a bike and van family expedition around the island. In this episode, we are going to cover our journey and some of our favorite spots along the way and share with you what it was like to start biking as a family of four. So don't forget to head on over to our website to check out some photos and videos from this trip because that was a primary purpose from this journey. So super stoked on those videos. Thanks so much for tuning in. Sorry we're a bit late on this one, guys, but we're doing our best to keep up with our weekly podcast here. All right, let's drop into the show. What's up, Soph?
0: Hi, Cole. How are you doing?
1: So good. <laughs> what time is it?
0: I actually don't have any idea. It's dark outside.
1: Our clock on the stove says 1547.
0: Yeah, that's not correct.
1: It's definitely not.
0: Anyway, I think it's around 9.30 p.m. We are sitting in the kitchen in South Portland, Maine. How's the vibe, Cole?
1: That's a great question. I think it's feeling, we're feeling pretty funny right now. And yeah, the vibe is interesting.
0: Oh, we had so much (laughs) going on last week. It's been a pretty busy past 10 days, just doing a lot of work and routine stuff so so yeah it's been very interesting and upside down week but i say Bobby's pretty good today
1: yeah you know we only like to record these podcasts when we're really feeling it don't want to put you guys through torture if we're not in the mood so that's why we're here this week to talk about vancouver island well do we have any funny stories from this past week that we can share
0: i'm sure we do (laughs) <laughs> actually last night Colin was working and I was alone in the house with the kids I was making dinner for the kids and then all of a sudden I had like I think it was like nine fire alarms just going off in the house and that why the reason the kitchen clock is not working properly it's just because I had to turn off all the power and after 25 minutes of like trying different things taking the batteries on and off switching them off my neighbor have to come and try to help me out. And she took the kids. I was on the phone. I didn't know how to turn off the alarms. I was so scared the fire department would show up at my house, but that didn't happen. Yeah, I think that was very intense. And I think beside that, really life had been very routine orientated. I'm sure we had a couple of other funny stories I just woke up from putting the kids to bed. So I'm, I'm still waking up from that late night nap. I'm sure parents out there can relate to that. What do you think, Cole? Do you have any funny stories?
1: Yeah, nothing like getting a phone call from your wife with fire, fire, danger, alert, fire, and her screaming in the background and the kids yelling, you know, being on the job site. And fortunately, self-superwoman, so she figured that out. No problem.
0: I guess I have another funny story. We Went to visit my friend up north in Belfast. It was late. The kids were just all running around. We're having like a big fire. Some girls came around with kids and then all of a sudden I hear like four kids in the bathroom just cracking up. I was like, what is going on in there? They were just throwing like watermelon pills (laughs) in the toilet and trying to flush the toilet with watermelon in, in it. That's not a good idea. Immediately, I was like, who did this? And one kid told me I didn't. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put my hand in the toilet to remove those watermelons. So please step out of the bathroom and go and call your mom and tell her she has a dirty job to do.
1: See, if it was me, I would have made that that little kid wouldn't have left the bathroom until he reached in there and grabbed the, uh, the watermelon out. So that way he'd never forget in his life to not throw watermelon into the toilet, nor would his friends. That's how I was raised.
0: That never even crossed my mind he actually said it was me but then he blamed Alfonso he said he said, but he told me to do it which I don't think that was true but I think they spent around 20 minutes in the bathroom with the mom I think the mom was trying to figure out how to take the watermelon out without sticking her hand in there I was like no way I'm sticking my hand in there
1: <laughs> that actually reminds me of the night in Joshua Tree I forget it was the first time we had like a shindig over there and I walked in the house and there 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 was four kids in the house. I had just finished the interior and we were like having a party because we were like basically done. And there was five kids in the house with markers drawing like all over the walls. I mean, like huge swaths of the walls. Oh my God. We should have done a video of that. Yeah, they got the John Boyd treatment. Yeah, they will never draw on your walls because of the lesson they learned that night. Don't worry, nothing brutal. They just had to wash the walls. Anyways, this is about Vancouver Island. Let's take it back. So this time last year in September, we were just wrapping up a month on Vancouver Island. I can remember, it was probably just a couple weeks ago, just on a year ago, we were coming off the ferry, driving straight into U.S. Customs. From that moment on, it just was deeply jarring. There was more traffic cars were driving aggressively, the customs agents were angry, giving us a hard time about everything in our oversized van, and we wanted to come on board and search everything, and it just, it was just not very welcoming. I just compare that to the feeling of us hopping on the ferry from Port Angeles in Washington State out on the Olympic Peninsula and traveling across to Victoria and Driving right through into this quaint, beautiful little town, pulling right over in the evening somewhere and uh, spending the night, you know, the next morning feeling like we just woke up in New Zealand. You know, after six years of living the island life, you know, it's just super different and there's a pace of life there that's something that I really like. So, I don't know about you, Sof, but why don't you give us all an idea about what the purpose of this trip was all about?
0: Well, I, I still remember just before we departed with the van... Colin always said he wanted to go to Vancouver Island, so I think summer was approaching, the first year on the road, summer was approaching, and, you know, we were still deciding if we should go to Vancouver Island or not, because I was like, I just want to head to Mexico, and Colin was like, well, but, you know, summer in the U.S. is so nice, and maybe we can cross to Canada. As always, you know, whenever we want to go somewhere and do a really cool trip out of it, we're like, okay, is there anyone out there that can support this trip? I thought it could be a really good idea, instead of doing the the island by van, we could buy some bikes and actually bike around the island. Of course, I didn't know how hilly, (laughs) how long the distances are, and, you know, we have two kids and dogs, so... I mean, it was possible, but I don't think we were set up for that. As usual, we put a pitch together... Colin started working really hard to get somebody on board and actually Wajaki got on board and supported our bike slash van trip around Vancouver Island and we created a three part series. Another big thing for us was we were really looking forward to slow down. You know, the more we started looking into Vancouver Island and the options and different things we could do, we got really excited about the idea of like slowing down and driving less and using the bikes to explore the place because we knew that having the bikes was going to open us a new avenue to explore with the kids and just ourselves. Before going to Vancouver Island, we had spent a month driving around and stopping places and just doing hikes and so ever. But we were really looking forward to just exploring a different way with the kids and just challenge ourselves and just throw a backpack on and just take off for the day. So we actually started planning up the trip and trying to get some bikes. And that was, <laughs> that was quite it because our van doesn't really have the perfect setup to hang up a bike rack so that took some time to figure out where we're going to put the bikes inside outside and how we were going to make all that work as always we just figure out and the bikes end up on the inside of the van I don't even know where we put all the stuff that was on the inside. Oh, I think we took over Alphonse's room and Alfie just slept with us for the next month. We went to Vancouver Island. And Cole, do you want to take us back to the ferry?
1: Totally. Yeah, I think Sophie was really trying to hit on a point there that I know stood out for me, but we had been driving this van every day for what felt like a year, and I don't know if we ever got on bikes, but we just really, really, really wanted them for the freedom from the van. And so, as soon as we arrived in Victoria, I already gave you a little taste of the ferry ride, so I won't won't go all the way back there, but the next day we arrived at our my old roommates. I think was it both of our old roommates, just mine. No, just yours. Yeah. Our dear old friend Gavin from New. Well, he's not from New Zealand, but we lived together in New Zealand. He could
0: have been from New Zealand. I think that's yeah. why
1: he had received our bikes for us, so that we had them shipped up there. So we just dove right in. I had never put a bike together before. Fortunately, I was able to make it happen. I put two bikes together that day, and we got on them that evening and did exactly what Sophie was saying. We put the kids in packs, and Gavin went out with us and took us around a little bit of the city, and it was just so liberating to drive away from the van and have that freedom. It was so fun, and just knowing that we had another three weeks ahead of us doing this we were super excited but as always with these things the problems started to add up a little bit in the front we had a new double stroller which the kids were going to go in but on a 2020 through mount fork bike which I had never seen before that shows you how much I know about biking the hitch that we had wouldn't fit on the bike the way that that I thought it would So there we were on an island in Canada, searching for this one part, couldn't find it, needed to be special ordered in from the States. It was going to take weeks, so we call a company, we tell them what we're doing, can we do some content, blah, blah, blah. And lo and behold, three or four days later, we had our part, but in that time, we, um, we had to get get moving on the trip and so we use the time to start planning and what did we decide to do over the course of our three weeks so do you want to give us a little bit of an overview
0: our trip revolved a little bit around our shoot so we decided to start in victoria so we we spent a couple of days in victoria and then after that we spent two or three days around this holes National Preserve, and we did the Galloping Goose Trail, which it was pretty awesome. The swim holes were pretty epic. Colin will tell you more about it. After that, we went to Lake Kowichan. Is that correct? Colin is killing me here with all the names. That day we rode around 80 k's. It was, it was a big day, but it actually felt pretty good. It was Pretty flat, so <laughs> so yeah. It was it was a really fun day, and then after that, my favorite part of the trip was our three-day overnight at Hornby Island, and that was so much fun because we left the van behind and we just biked all the way there. We'll tell you all about that in a minute, so just stay tuned, please. <laughs> We decided to end the trip in the epic Tefino, just doing some surfing, spending Colin's birthday. He always gets the best birthdays, this guy, in the best locations, honestly. He's spending it in different islands. We should do a podcast about your birthday, birthday days, since you're with me, because they all have been pretty epic, I say. And then, yeah, I think we end up in Tefino. And after that, we just really had to get back to the US because we had some commitments to do. Cole, do you want to give us some highlights of the trip?
1: Yeah. So Victoria was super fun. Bit of city riding, bit of beach riding, figuring out, you know, kind of how far we could go with the kids with them on our back, getting that new part for the stroller. Once that came in, we were ready to go. And also, like Sophie was saying, repacking the van. So we had no bike rack and we had to fit the bikes and a double stroller in the back of the van. So after the city, yeah, the Galloping Goose Trail connected Victoria out to the Sook Potholes. And the Sook Potholes just looked amazing. And so instead of doing like the 80Ks or whatever out there, we drove out, parked up for the day, I think maybe even two days, and biked north and south and east and west. I don't even know which direction along the trail. But we were just exploring the most amazing swimming holes. I mean, it was just cliff jumping city just the most stunning water. And we could do these epic bike rides out into the farmland, up into the forest. And it was it was awesome. I, I think that for me was probably one of my standouts on the trip. And then later on, we went up to that other spot called Englishman Falls, which was also equally stunning, but um, wasn't so much a part of our bike ride. If you're looking for cliff d- jumping or freshwater rivers, I definitely recommend Sook Potholes and Englishman Falls. Um, the other river that we biked, the Lake Cowichan River, that was not as, I mean, it was nice, but not as scenic. But Self, why don't you tell us about that part of the trip?
0: That was like actually really nice. It was like flat, scenic, easy. Yeah, it was just great. Honestly, it was like around 80 Ks of flat gravel, kind of gravel road you know, just very foresty. And then we just basically got to a town and turned around. And then on the way back, I think we stopped for a for a quick swim and we adventured down to the river.
1: Well, it was a loop. We did bike up to the town and then we turned around and came down the other side of the river. So it was...
0: Okay, sorry. I, I, I made it sound not that excited, excited but... Yeah, you it,
1: know, the loop is... Uh... It was
0: actually It was actually a loop. That was something that we were looking a lot for when we were like looking for trails that actually we downloaded. I think at that time we didn't use any trail apps and we ended up using the Trail Forks app. And what other app did we use?
1: All Trails.
0: All Trails. They were super helpful, especially at Hornby Island. I'll tell you (laughs) all that in a minute. (sighs) Um, Yeah, but it was helpful. And we were often looking for loop trails. And this one was just a perfect loop trail if you're like looking to do with kids if you have a trailer i save if not probably for older kids but it was super easy just flat really scenic you can actually stop and have a swim at the river some way along the way It was great.
1: Yeah, and I think the reason why we were looking for a loop trail was because we were just getting into figuring out biking together, and we really didn't want to be biking down the road with a big trolley and being tired or whatever. So the loops would just allow us to be on dirt road the whole time and not in the traffic, and then come back to the place that we left the van. This one was a little bit different because we left the van.
0: The loop can be on the road too.
1: No, but we weren't out there road cycling. We were looking for loop trails. Okay. Anyways, so we found a... This was like the pinnacle of the trip to Vancouver Island. We found this little campground on the south shore of Hornby Island. And to get there, you had to take a ferry from Vancouver Island across to Denman Island, and then another ferry across to Hornby Island. And so looking at the maps, it seemed like if we parked the van, we could just take our bikes, all our camping gear, the dog, the two kids, all of our food, and enough rations, whatever we needed for three days, and we could do it. And so, that's what we did. We slept in the parking lot the night before, got on the ferry early in the morning, got across to Denman, faced our first hill, which was like enormous, just cranked up that and then barked our way across the island with the dog kind of running alongside of us or into the trailer and then Camila would get out and onto my back and then Lola would get in and then Alfie would get out and into the seat and then Camila would get back out and I think it took us probably three hours to get across the island it was probably only 10 miles
0: yeah it was I think I fall off at some point (laughs) (laughs) luckily I didn't have any of the kids on me but it was definitely, like, a lot with all the gear, the food. I think the way back was smoother because we didn't have all the food. Yeah,
1: we had some friends that took uh, our bags. Oh, yeah, people
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people
1: looked at us. They were like, whoa, these yeah. guys are gnarly.
0: <laughs> I think, like, you know, I'm usually, like, up for those kind of things and Colin, too. But every time I would look at Colin, he's just, like, he was not happy. He was pissed. He was just, like... This is so much, and it was. The, well, the, the trailer was just <laughs> like I was just like I felt like the trailer was gonna break. The
1: trailer. It was had, like a
0: brand new trailer, but I was like, it was just overloaded. It, honestly, it had fifty between
1: pounds between the dog oh, and man.
0: because the dog couldn't just run all the way through. It was just a lot for the dog. I mean, our dog is is in really good shape, but he's eleven years old. I think the worst part was when we crossed. What is Denver? No.
1: We crossed Denman, hopped on the ferry, and then arrived at Hornby.
0: I think from the ferry from Hornby to the campground, that was the worst part. Because there was like some really hilly sections. And I think at that point, you were so over it. <laughs> And then we got to the campground. And I think we both, like, we go to our spot. And we were both like, look at each other. We're like, what? the heck we're doing here it was like i think it was like the second time we said i come around in the whole trip and you know nothing wrong with campgrounds but you know when you're like used to just living nowhere not paying and just with nobody around all of a sudden it's just like it was packed and like it was like spot by spot by spot like there was no privacy It was intense. I think Colin was having a bit of a meltdown. (laughs) And then you were like, also I had like a work phone call that you like.
1: Oh, and I missed it.
0: Missed it. Or I don't know what happened, but anyway in the end I was like cool let's just like enjoy it this seems like a really cool place it was so fun our neighbors were awesome we had the best times with them the beach so beautiful I actually fell in love with the island the farmers market was super cute I I would totally move to Hornby Island for like two or three years
1: yeah there' was a there's a blueberry farm for sale for just like 1.6 million and yeah, uh,
0: unfortunately um, Canadian Canadian <laughs> (laughs) so yeah unfortunately our video gig didn't pay that much (laughs) but yeah it was beautiful i could totally see us living there for a few years the school was so cute it was really cool actually hornby island is pretty famous for mountain biking so we thought we'll just just throw that in (laughs) Um, oh yeah we
1: might as well just do some mountain biking with our children. Yeah,
0: we had a pretty big down there. I got so upset with Colleen. We, we had a big fight, but in the end, it was super fun. It was intense no, going no, up, yeah, but it no, was, was super fun. I was trying
1: to remember what the fight was about, and I was like, I think I was trying to turn us around, and you were like, let's keep going, let's keep going. And I was like, I don't know, this is not safe. And uh, we ended up going to the top of the mountain pretty much the top and uh yeah had to do a descent with our children on our backs uh, no i did i had both cho- i had camilo on my back and alfie in the seat in and i was, was pissed we survived it was all good didn't hit any jumps didn't crash i think selfie was the only one that crashed a few times you, no, you didn't I, I crash, didn't you crash
0: just... there I, I crashed when we were on the road not there
1: that's right not on the hard stuff
0: not mountain biking i'm a pro at that
1: yeah so, anyways, definitely, if you're heading up there, Hornby is awesome. Yeah. And then...
0: I kind of don't want to share it, but yeah. it is. We already dead. So, there, there you go. go. Hornby Island, on your bucket list, put it there now. It's mm. busy, but it's definitely a place you'll never forget.
1: mm And then there's one town that we didn't go to, and if we had more time, we definitely would have. It's to the north on the east coast. I believe it's called Cumberland. But there's amazing biking up there, probably the best biking on Vancouver Island. And since we are on a bike trip, we, of course, didn't go and visit. But I would definitely check that out if you were heading up there on a bike trip. We decided to go to Tofino and go surfing instead. And what was that like?
0: Well, Tafino is very dreamy, it's beautiful, and I think we also caught a really good window. The weather was great. the surf was on. We even like got to watch a surf movie outside with a bunch of people, met a great local girl that took us on and made the best meal ever for. Call in and save us from paying $400 for parking on the street. And if you go to Tafino, don't miss the skate park, don't miss the beach, the surf, the town, just the scenery. Like Tafino is just is out there, but it's just worth the drive for sure.
1: Yeah, and Euclid to the south is, I mean, you definitely go to both if you go out there. The biking in Tofino was nothing to write home about. There was actually really almost no biking. However, I think by the time this podcast is out, they've probably connected Euclid and Tofino on a bike trail paved I know there's probably some mountain biking around, but that wasn't really what we were looking for. So yeah, go there for the surf, for the wildlife, the boating adventures, the float planes, that kind of stuff, if you can afford it, the fishing, the locals, and the surfing. Van lifing is very difficult out there. They've outlawed any kind of capacity to sleep in your vehicle inside the cities. And outside of the cities, there's nowhere else to go. And it's all these small private roads. So you really, are super limited and you have to stay at the campgrounds which is fine but just really consider that if you're heading out in a vehicle to stay in one or you know know that you're gonna have to drive pretty far every day what else can we say i mean i would love to go back to vancouver island i think for real we were like how do we buy the blueberry farm
0: (laughs) i think vancouver island is still my favorite place that we visit on this trip And I would totally go back there in a heartbeat. I think there is so many cool places to go and see. And it feels raw. It feels, you know, authentic. It's beautiful. It's laid back. It's, yeah, it's just, you know, beautiful swimming and, you know, whatever you want. Hiking, biking, walking, relaxing. Yeah, it's just, it's just beautiful. I had a good time. Me too. Well, thanks for tuning in. Guys, sorry we're a week late, but life got very busy and turbulent last week.
1: We'll leave it there. We'll with try a cliffhanger. We'll, we'll
0: try to be on time for the next ones.
1: Yeah, so I think next week I was going to go with the the full four corners and do something in the southwest, but our three our last three shows were all about Joshua Tree, so we've kind of covered that one. We thought about perhaps we'd take you to New Zealand back in time. This isn't a van trip, but this is uh, a predecessor to the van trip when we just had one child. Might be. We'll
0: see. We have other ideas too. Yeah.
1: It'll be a surprise. But always a surprise. So that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Rewilding Parenthood is produced by Afuera Vida on the road, sometimes in South Portland, mostly on the road. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to support us, you can leave a review, a rating over at Apple Podcasts. You can share with a friend or whomever you think would enjoy this. Thank you so much to Tomas Tirrell and Mercedes Riva for the music and Mercedes Riva for the editing. That's it from us, guys. Take care. Have a great week. Adios.